From Lechem Rabotai, the Mishnah Yomi is continuing in the third parak of Meiser Sheni. Right now we're at Mishnah Vav. Peirot Shenigmara Melochaton. Produce that's fully processed. This Gmar Melocha is a term of art that we've discussed extensively in Meisrot and in Truma. And once produce is done, basically it's done, then it's tevel. And the tithes need to be separated. The Avru and this produce passed through Jerusalem. So he has to take back the Meiser Sheni, meaning he's going to have to separate the tithes. He was just traveling through Yerushalayim with Tevel, with untithed finished produce. Now he's going to have to separate the tithes and take the Meiser Sheni back to Yerushalayim. Shalonigmar Malachtan, produce that's not finished yet, it's not fully processed. He's taking baskets of grapes to the press, or he's taking baskets of figs to muksa. Now, muksa is a concept we know from Shabbos, but muksa literally means the designated place to set aside the te'enim to dry. So muksa really means like set aside or put out of, out of mind, out of sight, out of mind. That's kind of the way to understand muksa of Shabbos also. Beit Shammai Omrim Yachzur Meisur Sheni Shalav Yachav Yerushalayim. Beit Shammai says, even though it's not done, once you finish it up, once you've processed it, you've you've pressed it or you've dried it, you have to take that Meisur Sheni right back to Yerushalayim. Beit Hillel Omrim Yipodev Yachav Bekomekom. So the Hillel says, well, even though it passed through Yerushalayim, it passed through when it was not processed yet. So he's taken it to a wine press or a muksa area outside of Yerushalayim. He's finished it, processing it now. He doesn't have to take the crop itself back to Jerusalem. He can be podayat on money, then take the money to Yerushalayim and buy his shlamim and his wine there. Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi. So he brings another understanding of this halacha. It says the machlokis b'shamayim Hillel is not by unfinished produce. That they would agree that if it was unfinished and went through Yerushalayim, you are allowed to redeem it onto money and eat that produce anywhere. When do they disagree? When we have Gemar Malacha, and it's Tevel, but we just have not separated the tithes yet, that's where they have a Machlokas. The Beit Shammai is Machmir, and we would consider it as if the tithes were separated out, even though Lamaisa, they're not yet separated. So he has to bring it back to Yerushalayim. And he cannot be podet onto coins. And he says you can still redeem it on coins because the mice of the tithes were not yet separated. The Mishnah concludes, Demai is a suffix if it's actually Chayev in Maish Hashanah because maybe, probably, the Amarts did take it. So he could go in and go out because it's merely a suffix. And this is a Din Durabonan, apparently, suffix Durabonan the Kula. Mishnah Zion, they're both there. The Mishnah Zion is going to remind us, we'll see, of the last Mishnah in Maisrot, of the last Mesech that we did. But it turns out that last Mishnah in Maisrot follows the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, who worries about branches. And let's see how this one holds here, like the Chachamim. Ilan Omed Bifnim Venote Lachutz, a tree that's planted inside Yerushalayim, but the branches, at least some of the branches, are stretching over the wall to the outside. Omed Bachutz, or it's planted outside of it's stretching into Yerushalayim. So what's the din of the fruits on these branches? <clears throat> if it is over the wall or inside the wall, 
it's mamish as if it's inside your shalim, can't be taken out. If it's over the outside of the wall, it's, it's going outside, then it's considered outside. So the fruits from that outside part of the tree, uh, they could be redeemed without the money, and if someone's sitting on the branch of that tree, they can't eat their Meister Shani, because even though the trunk is in your shalim, the branch where they're sitting is not. The Mishnah brings a similar matzav, bate habodim. So the base habad, not habad, but the bad is the press, shepitchechen lifnim, that they're opening the entrance to this press room, is inside your shalim, the chololon lechutz, but the actual room itself where the press is, is outside. So what we're looking at is sort of a structure that's built onto the wall of your shalim, and they made an opening you could get from Yerushalayim itself, from the inside, into this Beit Habad, into this press room, but the room itself is outside. O shebitchehen lechutz, or the out, the entrance is actually outside of the walls of Yerushalayim, v'chvalon lifnim, but the room itself is built into the wall and is considered inside Yerushalayim, so it's sort of this in-between status. Beit Shammai omrim hakol klifnim, he says everything is like within. Beit Chilo omrim mikinegad hachom lifnim klifnim, if the actual press itself is inside the wall or further inside, then it's like being in Yerushalayim. But if it, the actual press itself is outside, it's like outside. Now, this matters if somebody's pressing his grapes and wants to have a taste. He's pressing his grapes of Meister Shani. He brought his Meister Shani to Yerushalayim and he found a press room. And what happened was the entrance was in Yerushalayim. This is great, wonderful in Yerushalayim. And the building itself, the press itself, is actually standing outside. So then he couldn't taste his grape juice, his fresh wine, as he's pressing it, because Lamaisa, the press itself, is outside, according to Beis Hillel. According to Beis Shammai, we can make a Hashkafic point that as long as you're open to your Shalim, uh, and, and, and you're, you know, you're trying to connect to your Shalim, then even if Lamaisa, you're outside right now, you have a shaykhas, you have a connection, you're building a kesher to Yerushalayim. Chazak v'roch, shkoyach